This is Randy J, and you're listening to the Back Table Podcast. Yeah. I mean, Hollywood is crazy. First they had the Mexican with Brad Pitt, and now they've got the last samurai with Tom Cruise. Well, I've written the film. Maybe they'll maybe they'll produce my film. The last nigger on earth oh. starring Tom Hanks. How about that? <laughs> Welcome to episode 105 of the Back Table Comedy Podcast. It's your hosts, Andrew Crone, and with me, as always, sucking me sideways, the it's f- the super succulent Josh Ashton. I don't think so, dude. What? Not sideways. Would up or down have been better? Yeah, I guess so. Well, it wouldn't have fit the alliteration. So, fuck off. <laughs> How's it going, dude? Uh, not too bad, dude. Did you get the thinger? I did. I got the PFARES vaccine, so now <laughs> I, I no longer am uh, affected by that disease. Oh, nice. He, uh, yeah, he just, so you bounces, do whatever you want just bounces right off of me. You can fucking party now, dude. That's right. I can have unprotected sex with my roommate, Kyle, because I, I got the PFARES vaccine, so <laughs> I'm not going to catch anything from him. Hey, you will. It just will stay dormant, I guess. Well, I don't know how vaccines work, but all I know is I won't look like I'm sick. <laughs> you'll just, like, the way that you'll know that you'll start getting sick is you'll just be, like, sleeping and you'll wake up going... <laughs> I'll start noticing changes in my look. Yeah. Very Four- subtle changes. Your forehead will get bigger. And not much else will happen. <laughs> my beard will get shorter and that's about it. Uh, did you get sick? Uh, I, I, uh, I was mostly just sore and tired, I think, more than anything. Uh, I got it Friday morning at 11.30. Yeah. And then the whole thing, it took me like an hour total to drive there, get it, and get back to work. So I had two hours that I could have, that I I was able to leave work two hours early. Wow. So plus one for the vaccine. Wow. It allowed me to leave work two hours early on a Friday. That's freaking sweet. So plus one for that. I'm glad there's a coronavirus now. Also, I noticed that last week when you had your you yeah. had, had your shot, you had a little band-aid on your arm. Yeah. Like a puss? I forgot it was on. Uh whereas the girl who gave me mine, she's like, Oh, you don't even need a band aid and I was like, mm-hmm. That's and I flexed a little bit, it's like that's because I'm strong. I didn't bleed either, dude. Did, you, when you flexed, did you spray it out like venom? Right into her eye, yeah. <laughs> it's like that's because I'm strong. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. Did you wait the 15 minutes afterwards? Yeah, I just waited exactly. I put uh, a timer on my phone, waited exactly 15 minutes. Because I wanted to get out of there as fast as I could, so I had more time to leave Yeah. at the end of the day. It's funny, like, some people, like, they, even though they got a vaccine in their arm, mm-hmm. like, they got a prick. 
from a little needle. They like act tough. They're like, I didn't even fucking wait the 15 minutes. I stayed there for five and I'm like, fuck this shit and left. And it's like, all right. Yeah, I mean, I, You're I was, really impressing me right now. <laughs> I, was on, I was on company time, so I didn't really give a shit. Yeah. I wanted to do the thing where like, maybe I'll do it on my second vaccine. But I wanted to do like the five point exploding heart technique. Where I just get up and I just slowly walk away and then collapse in the store. <laughs> see, see what happens. I, uh, well, what I would do if, if I was an anti-vaxxer, this is what I would do. And I'm not, I'm not saying that, that anti-vaxxer should go out and do that. That mm-hmm. what I'm about to say, this is just what I would do if I was one. Okay. I would, uh, I would get my vaccine and since. You know, vaccine. Any vaccines are about the children, right? That's always what they're. Yeah. What about think of the children, right? Yeah. So I, I think the most selfless act for the children. Know who else is for if the we, children? If I wanted to really stop vaccines, yeah, I would get the vaccine, yeah, and then I would, I would kill myself. Good call. With a note saying the vaccine did this. <laughs> and I, I, and and I'm not saying that any vaxxer should do this. I'm not saying that 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 they should go out and do this but to prove to prove their do. point for their. You know, because it's because it's for the children. Otherwise, yeah. you know, if if you if I, it wouldn't be for some sort of selfish reason for myself. Mm-mm. That that couldn't be what it was about. We're not selfish be. people. No, it'd be for the children. So I would kill myself, leaving a note saying the vaccine did this. And if enough anti-vaxxers did this, then they would win. I'm not saying they should go out and do this, by the way. I'm just saying that if enough of them did this, what I would do, then they would they, their point would be would be. Proven, also, I think. not the anti-vax. Like, there's some people who are anti-vaxxers, but they're quiet about it. And no one gives a shit. Yeah. The ones who are annoying. Yeah, that's that's who I'm talking about. The I'm la- not saying they should do that, but if I was mouths. one, that's what I would do. Yeah, the loudmouth ones who are trying to <laughs> trying to prove a point. Uh, but yeah, I just felt kind of tired Friday uh, evening. Yeah. And then I went to bed probably around like nine thirty, I guess, which is you know normal these mm-hmm. these time this time after a year of quarantine that's pretty normal for me. Mm-hmm. And then I w- had a t- I woke up around. Four o'clock, f- four o'clock in the morning, just sore. Just did you have a dream that the devil was raping you with yellow eyes? Mm, I did. I just kind of wrote that off as a usual thing. Uh, we'll see what happens from that. Uh, I just woke up really sore very early in the morning. At like four in the morning, I was, was super achy and sore. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that happened to me like one o'clock that night. I was just like all of a sudden yeah. sweating, but I had the chills, and then I was like achy. And I didn't I have any move. sweats or any chills or anything. I was just right. very sore. I got the knockoff. Like I got you, the fucking dollar store brand. So. Yeah, like when you have a fever, like you know, just like that whole achiness mm-hmm. of your body. That's just kind of what I was feeling. So did you I, try some cowbell? <laughs> I did. <laughs> I did try some, but I needed more. Is the oh, thing. I only had one. Freaking Jordan! Cowbell. All he has is those plastic cowbells, right. the fake ones. Oh, did you know who Jordan is yet? Yeah, yeah I remember. Oh, okay. I was. I re- I'm refreshed now. Oh, okay. You're all back up to date. Yeah, I'm back up to, up to speed. I got unhypnotized, so. Oh yeah. It didn't really. I found it not working. <laughs> yeah. We have more about that guy later. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, we shouldn't get into Jordan right now. We should. Yeah, we get into we should, the important should, stuff first. We'll do it. We'll do it right after the break or something. You know. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, we'll get to it. Yeah. Anyways. So I had a very bad sleep. Oh really? Early Saturday morning. Didn't really get back to sleep very well. And then Saturday, yeah, I was just mostly just tired and sore all day. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Yeah. And then. Yeah, that was me too. Stuart made. Uh, a delicious tray of of pot brownie. Oh, yeah. And then you put half an ounce of weed in. In the whole thing? For the whole brownie is half an ounce of weed. And it's probably... So what, you made butter out of it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. How do you do that? You just boil it with butter and then let it harden? 
Really, you just melt butter and stir it in and melt butter simmer with, it for with, a while? With wheat in it and the, huh. the fat and the heat will release the THC into the whole thing. Far fucking out. Yeah, dude. It's pretty sick. And they can make pretty much anything with it is, is yeah. the beauty thing. Of it. I just um, eat butter straight. Tubs of it. But, uh, yeah, so Stuart made this brownie, and by the time it was ready to eat, he uh, he tried it with a little, little corner piece. He tried, you know, see, see what the strength was. <laughs> and uh, I looked at the, the amount he had taken. Yeah. And I doubled it. Yeah. So that's how much I had eaten. Uh-oh. And then, you know, just kind of had a relaxing evening with, with Miss Sally, my doggy. <laughs> and uh, about an hour and a half later, I wasn't sure if I was just still feeling weird from, like, the, the achiness or the mm-hmm. the the shot, yeah. sort of. So I, I ate another piece. Not mm-hmm. as big this time. Probably the size of Stuart's original piece is what I ate. So. Oh, okay. <clears throat> yeah. So I watched one more episode of... Uh, Hell's Kitchen, which I'll get into in a bit. Yeah. I've been watching a lot of Hell's Kitchen lately. And uh, I watched another episode of that, and then by the time that was over, I was like, okay, I think I think I'm feeling feeling the brownie. I think I can go to bed now. So I went to bed, and then I woke up at 3 in the morning this time, instead of, but instead of my whole body being achy. That's the devil's hour. I dude. woke up, and my whole body was basically vibrating is what it felt like. Pulsing? Just like, like that. Like the body high vibrates where you're just yeah. like, Bzz, you're like what? buzzing, like your eyes are like darting back and forth, yeah. and you're like kind of just sitting there shivering, but so, like rolling around. Here. Yeah. So I woke up and had to pee, so I peed, took Sally out for a pee, had a smoke, and then went back and tried to sleep. And I just pretty much just lied awake for an hour thinking about death. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> just like your your classic, I ate too much edible. Yeah. Uh, high. You're seeing, you're googling if you're gonna die or not, and if you should call your mom. It didn't get that bad. It was just <laughs> I was just kind of lying there, just like, what if? I wonder how long if I died. Uh, how long Sally would just be in here with my body before someone uh, rescued her, or before she ate you? Uh, well, I think I'd, someone would would open the door before she it came to that. But I was just trying to gauge how long that would have been. How long it'd be before Ferris ate you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, just dif- different scenarios involving death, and that's really all I thought about for an hour until I finally fell asleep. Then I woke up again this morning, feeling very groggy, as you do the next day from a edible. Yeah. But now I feel fine. Like I just lifted a dresser and I didn't feel my arm at all. So, <laughs> you know, I think I'm good now. That's good. Back to it. <clears throat> well, you had a sweet weekend. I had to fucking, I had a garage sale yesterday and today. Fun. Holy fuck! I hate garage sailor people. Yeah, they're they're always like Holy trying to fuck. haggle with you. Well, not only that, they're just they expect so much. <clears throat> like this old man shows up. I have these two sprinklers, like a one of those ones that are just. Like a rectangle that goes side to side, like a big arc. Yeah. Just goes back and forth. And there's another one that's like a chick, 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 one of those ones. <laughs> so the rectangle arc sprinkler and the chick, 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 chick yeah. sprinkler. Okay. You know those technical ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, how much for these? And I was like, ah, two bucks for both of them. And he just goes, ugh. And then he got in his truck and drove away. <laughs> like he just he put it down on the table, and like I insulted him. I don't him. think you'll find a better deal for two <laughs> different types of sprinklers anywhere else than I'm two like, bucks. Yeah, I was gonna sell them both for two bucks because he only had one of them. And I was like, yeah, you can take both of them for two bucks. And he just goes, ugh. <laughs> he didn't even try to say, "Can I have one for one dollar?" He just <laughs> just went, "Ugh, no." I insulted him so bad he just got in his truck and left. Yeah, well, fuck him, I guess. Well, it's like people come and they'll like look around and then they're like in like angry at you for wasting their time. <laughs> it's like, you showed up, you fucking idiot. Yeah, but I have six other garage sales to get to today. Yeah. 
<laughs> and I thought that you would have the best one, so I came here first. Yeah, man, I fucking hate... So what gave you that idea? Well, Plus, you had balloons on your side, so I figured you were fancier. Plus, in dealing with Finn with every single stranger that comes in the yard, because he can't be inside because he barks the whole time, because he's like, what the fuck, people are outside with my shit, and they're going to steal it. Or and buy we take it for him. two bucks. Yeah, or just be, yeah, insulted that <laughs> I wanted to charge people a two. People are going to insult my shit. i got to be out there <laughs> to bark at them after. But then... I had a Pantera t-shirt, and the lady's like, no one's going to buy that. What the fuck? No one's going to buy I'm like, you don't know fucking yeah, cool right, people, dude. right? So one of the first guys who was like a major... Wait, were you wearing it, and you no. sold it off <laughs> <Yes>. your back? <laughs> I was like Kramer. <laughs> I sold the pants or, I was wearing. Or me at a comedy show in Jasper. Yeah, and you had the exact same shirt underneath. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and then some guy shows up. He's like, I saw the Pantera shirt. I think it's going to be a good day. And I was like, ha ha, eat that bitch. <laughs> yeah, showed you who's the boss. Yeah. Who's the boss. Yeah. I'm the boss. And then this old man like totally fucking insulted me. But like in a old manny type way. Like where you can't be insulted, but you're just like, ah, oh, I gotcha. <laughs> so he showed up and he was like, he was just like my grandpa. Like he had like the same demeanor kind of. Like a scowl on his face. What is this bullshit? I wouldn't even jump into France for this. Yeah, he looks like like Donald Duck when he's angry, like kind of leaning forward, just like. <laughs> and then he's like looking at my jean jackets. He's like, are these a size large? And he was like a sh- like a small little guy, like he was pretty short. He's like, are these a size large? And I'm like, yeah, I think so. And he's like, probably aren't yours then, huh? <laughs> I was like, uh, <laughs> you old fucker. I was like, no, they're meant for tall people. <laughs> if I wasn't a changed man, I would beat the shit out of you. Yeah. I was like, yeah, they're meant for tall people because he was super short. And then that shut him up. And then he went over to the other, there's a bin of the ladies' clothes. Yeah. And he just sniffed them all. No, he looked at him. He's like, is there anything in here? And I was like, oh, so those are all women's clothes. So he's like, oh, I'm not ready for that yet. Maybe a couple of years. <laughs> so it sounds like this old man's pretty cool. Yeah, he was pretty good. Like, I couldn't be mad about any of this stuff. So I was just like, yeah, come back in a couple of years when you're ready, I guess. <laughs> Did you recognize him from open mics? Maybe he's just trying to test his material for when uh, things open back up. Yeah, maybe. It's uh, a pretty good zinger. I got to say, I'm a little hurt that I didn't get first dibs on any of your jean jackets, though. You know I would love me a good denim jacket. Oh, I didn't know you wanted one. I didn't know you had any, to be honest. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen you wear a yeah. jean jacket. I've only well, seen you wear jeans like four times, Yeah, let well, alone a jean jacket. I wear them at camping and stuff, but then I just wear my plaid shirts now camping, or like plaid jackets. Yeah. So those are way easier because they button up and they're not as like... Jean jackets have buttons. Yeah, but they're a pain in the ass buttons. Like not the well, snap. You don't, have, you don't have to you don't have to you know rub each button on your asshole. Before no, but the you plaid is just like a, sn- a quick snap button, right? Yeah. Because you know I'm all about speed. I right? got a jean jacket that's got quick snap buttons. Really? Yeah. I thought you just said you don't have a freaking jean jacket. I didn't say I didn't have any. I'm, I'm a little. I didn't know you had any. Is what oh. I said. And I'm a little hurt that I wasn't <laughs> offered any to add to my one jean jacket collection. Damn. This is like Brokeback Mountain, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to fuck you in the ass and then take your jean jackets. And then I'll die. And then I think just, that's what happened in the movie. And you'll just look at my lonesome jean jacket in the closet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to sniff it and then jerk off into it. This was Josh's jacket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's me coming into the jacket. Yeah. <laughs> just into the pocket? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that how Scott stabbed that wasn't the, That wasn't the splooge. That was me just spitting out some tobacco. Oh, yeah. Oh, tobacco, yes. <laughs> into into someone's bottle. Some pearl, pearl-colored that's tobacco. How hillbillies, that's how uh, uh, hillbillies fuck, by the way. Like, what? Uh, like, 
like homosexual hillbillies. They yeah. spit. They use chewing tobacco spit as yeah. lube. They spit into the other guy's asshole and then they fuck it. <laughs> so their dicks are just like brown and sludgy. Yeah, and then the other guy sucks it off. Oh my god! It's really quite disturbing, but not because they're gay. <coughs> it's not. <laughs> oh god, I almost got. That's him. not about the gay stuff. No, it's not. Just like, it's only no. gross because of the chewing tobacco involved. No, that's just reminding me of a freaking. All that stuff would be fine if it wasn't for the chewing tobacco. Yeah, well, it fucking grosses me out when people have the chewing. Josh is not a homophobe. He wasn't gagging because of the gay stuff. It was the chewing tobacco. No, gay stuff. Makes Can't me... make that more clear. Yeah, <laughs> I was at a party one time. You know, and... hillbilly fucked in the ass. Yeah, and I didn't gag. And then you so... had to suck the chewing tobacco off his <laughs> cock. Yeah, and I didn't I gag. See once. why that would hit close to home for you then. No, but I was at a party. I, I probably told you before, but my friend TJ was sitting there, he had a beer going, but then this other guy beside him had a spit, like a beer ball that he was using for spitting in. Yeah, I think I've heard this. And he grabbed it and ch- and took a big and swig of big it swig and of I barfed. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like he was like, oh, oh. That would be one of the grossest things. I barfed and then I like I did what I just did every time I thought about it for like a week. And I thought about it a lot. <laughs> Sounds like you haven't stopped. Oh, it's the most disgusting thing That's ever. That's gross. Yeah, ew, dude. Yeah, I think it was my friend TJ. I can't remember. He was there, though. I've been watching a lot of Hell's Kitchen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. So I've been watching a bunch of eps. And, uh, you know, it's just... It's not th- that great of a show, but yeah. it is just entertaining. It is... I like the kitchen nightmares. It's cathartic just seeing someone yell at someone. Yeah. It's just I don't know what it is. It's just cathartic. When you're not the one who's getting yelled at also, but you just see someone yeah. else just get viscerated... And the best part is they can't say anything back. Yeah. Yes, chef. Okay, chef. Thank you, chef. You're a useless, stupid bitch. Thank you, yes, sir. Yes, chef. Thank, Thank you, you, sir. Chef. May I have another? It's I will like do better, being, chef. I like when the when he sh- when he shits on the uh, customers. Yeah. Like that lady sent to ba- sent back some ribs or whatever the fuck. She's like, oh, it's not done right. What the frick? That scared the shit out of me. What the fuck? Ah, shit. Sounds yes. like someone banged on the side of the fucking. <laughs> God damn it, I had it. Ah, fuck. I made it before. That legit made me jump. It should. It's Nosferatu, man, dude. No, I had that ready before I got permission to use it, but I went to get permission to use Slint's music, but it's that same fucking lady that didn't allow me to do... I was oh, like, no. I got an email back, and I was like, wait a sec. This name reminds me. And I searched it up, and she's the same one who dissed, who denied me on the Dinosaur Jr. shit. That sucks. So she just likes denying people. I think denied. She, I think she was a fucking nerd oh, in high school denied. or something. She finally has power over people. <clears throat> Probably what it was. But anyways. <clears throat> Gordon Ramsay yelling at people is cathartic. I like when he makes people walk over. Come here. Yeah. Come over here. Now. <laughs> Get the fuck away from me, you fat ass. Lose <laughs> some weight. Go for a walk. Come here and now fuck off. Yeah, I like when uh, this one comedian guy, or a comedian in Brian quotations, uh, tried to order just a single boiled egg, <laughs> and then Ramsey just- Fuck off. Yeah, just fucking laid into him. Single boiled egg, you muppet. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah I've muppet. been watching enough of it, though, that uh, my anxiety now has- is it Gordon Ramsey's voice in my head? <laughs> just like his like bird-looking hair, just like- Yeah, <laughs> just like- Oh man, I should go talk to that. I should talk to that girl. She's pretty cute. She's like, hey, how's a good guy? You fucked it up, you donkey! Get the fuck out of here! I don't want you in my kitchen ever again! You could have fucked her raw! <laughs> you could have fucked her raw! 
that's a good, I like the kitchen nightmares because he just like he picks apart these people who are totally stuck in their ways. They're like, no, there's nothing wrong with my stuff, and then he's just like, this fucking sucks, dude. And he's, he finds a microwave in their kitchen, and all hell's breaks loose. Now, when uh, like I overthink something, like uh, like my anxiety will pop up, like it's overcooked. <laughs> Look at it! You get You've overcooked it! You're way too baked in your bed, vibrating. Yeah. You're like, you're overbaked! You baked too long! You're overcooked! What is this? You left it in the oven for fucking four hours! You donkey! Bloody fucking hell. I think we're in the wrong part of England, but... That doesn't matter. It's all the same. It's all the same. Is that racist? I don't think They're so. white. It's Ramsist. They're not all white, I guess, but they did. Uh, they they're pretty. They're, they fuck the British, dude, and the English, and the Welsh. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, they've done a lot of harm. To I the guess world. there is quite a few different ones. <laughs> yeah, they've done a lot of harm to the world, but I like you know, the just 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 slavery, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's all they. You know, how had a huge hand in just imposing their beliefs on the rest of the world. Just colonization. That's all. Mm-hmm. Just killing a bunch of natives of different places. That's all they ever did. What's the big harm? It's just... I, th- I Yeah, yeah, right. We shouldn't shit talk them. It was like a hundred years ago, man. What's the harm? It was like a hundred years ago. Let us keep statues of racist slavers. Come on. I mean, come on. Let us. Oi. <laughs> Isn't that kind of redundant, a racist slaver? <laughs> Is there any slaver that's not racist? He's like, oh, I really wish I didn't have sorry, to. Sorry, it's just I really didn't. I don't want to do this. The best way to make money. I'm sorry. But, I mean, I'm a businessman. People just that's where the money is these days, and you know I feel bad. I feel bad that I have to do this, <laughs> and I don't want to do this. <laughs> but get on the boat <laughs> and row. <laughs> I owe some money to some to the wrong people, and it's just got to happen. I tried to be a chef, but I wasn't good enough. I got kicked out of Gordon Ramsay's kitchen. <laughs> this was the only other option for me. Yeah, well, whatever. People got to eat, dude. Don't get between a man and his and his meal, dude. You're right. Racist slave owner is very redundant. <laughs> Double negative. Yeah. <clears throat> but. But what can you do? Yeah, that happened. In England. Yeah, not here, not ever, yeah. not ever in North America, Nothing right? Nothing bad happens in Canada. Nothing bad happens in North America, especially to minorities. <laughs> What's that? Oh, oh, that. Oh, ne- the opposite. Oh, sorry. You're right. <laughs> Ooh, slight mistake. Uh, I want to see Hell's Kitchen, but with like different, uh, different parts of like uh, different rooms. You know. What do you mean? Like there should be a hell's like a hell's bedroom, hell's bathroom. <laughs> Plunge that toilet, you <laughs> fucking donkey! Flush it twice. Pull your pants down. I can barely see your ass. <laughs> you only washed your hands for forty seconds. Do the ABCs again. You call that a bathtub installment? <laughs> the fuck is this? You got leaky faucets. You call that a wank? <laughs> Shut it like, down! You're just whacking off in the bathroom. And he's crazy. I've had enough. Shut it down! <laughs> it's '86. This you shit. call that a jizz rag? Shut it down! <laughs> Where's the cum sauce? <laughs> Where's the dick sauce? He's got like a special cum sauce spoon that he uses to <laughs> taste it all. <laughs> yeah, or Hell's Bedroom, just like. 
if you can fuck Gordon Ramsay the best, then <laughs> you stay another week. <laughs> Come on, pull my hair. Come on, bite my nipples. <laughs> you call that? You call that foreplay? <laughs> Shut it down! That's more like zero play. You couldn't even make a four-year-old come. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't think anyone can do that. You're right, I should have gone. <laughs> you couldn't make a 12-year-old come. Uh, four-year-old. <laughs> god damn it, Ramsey. Damn, Ramsey! You're getting cold, motherfucker. That's just because Gordon Ramsay makes such good baby food that <laughs> he makes toddlers come. Damn, is that carrot and squash? Oh, shit! Mm. Puree, pear, carrots, and squash. Mm. <laughs> it's a piece in that shit, Gordon Ramsay. I'm just a baby, and I... Ooh-wee. <laughs> yeah, four-year-olds might have been too young. But, uh, you know, tell that to the church. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen that uh, Kitchen Nightmares where the guy was like a mobster and tried to fight him? Like he was out in the street and like he came back with like a bat and tried to beat the shit out of him? I haven't gone that far yet, no. Oh. There's one where he's like totally ripping apart the Wait, whole... Wait, Hell's Kitchen or Kitchen Nightmares? Kitchen Nightmares. Oh, okay. No, yeah. I haven't seen that one. There's one where he's totally ripping his whole business apart the whole time, calling him a piece of shit, and the guy's just getting more and more heated the whole time. And then yeah. he just bails and leaves. And then Ramsey finds a dead mouse like right by the front door. Like, it had to have been planted. And then the <laughs> guy was pulls like, a dead mouse out of yeah. his pocket. The guy's like, your fucking producers put that there. I didn't fucking, there's never been a mouse in here ever. And then they find, like, dead mice, like, in the fryer. We've had a couple rats, but we never yeah. had a mouse. Yeah, a couple rats like you, peacock-looking motherfucker. You fucking chicken-looking bitch. And then he comes back and, like, tries to fight him and, like, gets all in his face and shit. And then the cops get called and it's pretty awesome. <laughs> Ramsey's a badass. He always has, like, sick burns. Yeah, he's got some good ones. Just uh, just lays the law down, and people yeah. have to take it. Yeah, they just have to take it. I wonder if he's got like the same fifteen that he just cycles through. Like it's like it's a blonde lady uh, who's dumb, and he just has those fifteen that he always. Yeah, I'm on season five of uh, Hell's Kitchen. He kind of has like a few like reused go tos. Go tos like you dumb blonde bimbo Barbie bitch. <laughs> ah. Well, who hasn't said that, right? Wow. That's in everyone's repertoire. I mean, you're just describing the way she looks, really. <laughs> and acts, I guess. <laughs> yeah. It's funny how he says, like, these crazy things, and no one really ever comes down on him. They're just like, ah, it's Ramsey. That's what he yeah. does. <laughs> well, he's a perfectionist. What can you do? Yeah, he's crazy. All chefs are a little crazy. I just want to make a compilation of every time he yells at a minority and just say, <laughs> Gordon Ramsay's racist. Yeah. Look at him yell at this he poor black He hates brown woman. people. <laughs> you can, then you're racist Oof. in the comment. Or Happy in the Asian, title. Asian, stop Asian hate month. Look what Gordon Ramsay said to this poor Vietnamese woman. <laughs> you're useless. <laughs> I don't want to work beside you ever in my kitchen. <laughs> and then just like cut with like him saying some sort of sort of like they're some sort of Chinese cuisine. It's like oh he's mocking her. Oh my god. I saw one where he. He made pad thai for some guy that invented pad thai pretty much. Like, he's a chef from... Where's pad thai from? Thailand? Thailand. Okay. Well, there's Thailand, Taiwan. I don't know which Thai it is. The one that's spelled T-H-A-I. Thai? That's the way pad thai is spelled. That's the way Thailand is spelled. Oh, yeah. But anyways, he was making pad thai for, like, a guy who's, like, from that place. Who's Pat? No, pad. What's with his thai? Why is it so special? <laughs> Thad pie. 
but he was making it and then the guy was just like no this sucks like he totally was like ramsey and then he was just like crumbled like ramsey was like really no ah what the fuck no! <laughs> and then he's like tried to make it better and then the guy was like ah this is american version <laughs> like this is this is your version of pad thai this isn't real but i'm from london i'm from fucking london oh you sound like you're from london yeah, it's a good show, though. It's funny. Yeah, it is like... It's relaxing seeing someone else just get destroyed by somebody. But you know what would make it better? If what? they... To, like... Because Gordon Ramsay's yelling is a little bit much, right? They need mm-hmm. to, like... What are they doing cooking where when something has too much of a flavor, they cut it with a different flavor yeah. to reduce that flavor, right? They need a straight man. They need Nick Avery beside yeah. <laughs> Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, they need their Al Borland. So Gordon Ramsay <laughs> will be like, You fucking donkey! I can't believe you've done this. I will murder you. And then Nick. And then Nick Gabriel to say. And I will just wipe your bum. <laughs> Thank you, Nick. Thanks for your input. <laughs> He's such a nice guy. You'd be like. Good cop, bad cop. If you fuck up one more time, I will not hesitate to kick you out of this kitchen. And I will just wipe your bum. <laughs> <laughs> such a jolly guy. <laughs> He also just has that one thing that he likes to yeah, offer up. Yeah, he just kind of always offers that. Never wants to give a back rub or thing. like. Can we get a medic, please? Medic on set. She's cut her finger with a knife. Can we get a medic, please, to wipe the blood from her hand? And I will just wipe your bum. <laughs> uh, what did he call himself that one day? Rake the. Rake, rake the, the poppy. <laughs> Because he thought that people would misspell Drake, and then they'd find his stuff. They forget the D, yeah. <laughs> Who misspells a word but forgets the first letter? <laughs> like, nobody. <laughs> it's always somewhere in the middle that they mess up. Yeah, he should have made his name D-R-K-E, the poppy. Yeah, Dake the poppy. Dirk. Dirk. The poppy. Drack the poppy. Drack, without the E. Drack would have been way better. Come on, Nick, get your shit together. Get your head in the game, because Nick. when people type Drake, Drake is part of the word Drake, so that will pop up still. Ah, oh, good call. And, I mean, I'm sure Nick will just respond by saying... Or you could just call him Drake the Poppy. <laughs> yeah. Just full on, because it's not the same. It's a dude named Drake, and he's a Poppy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And I will just wipe your bum. <laughs> I didn't think of it that way. There's a reason all Nick's videos have three views. Yeah, <laughs> have like uh, 30. Yeah. yeah, the ones that have Giance on it. Yeah, that's true. It's all your skills. Yeah, it's, it's my, all your skills. Although when he thinks I'm like the best actor in the world, he's like obsessed with me. I will just wipe your bum. He's crazy. He's crazy, Mister Faulty. <laughs> Mister what? You've never seen Faulty Towers? Oh, the the Monty Python. Well, it's not Monty Python. It's yeah, John, it is. It's, it's the John, same people. It's John Cleese. He's the only one. It's the same people. It's the one. It's one person from Monty uh, Python. I have all the VHS because my my grandpa had my not my real grandpa, but my step grandpa. Had all the Faulty Towers on VHS your, box sets. Your grandfather was a staircase? <laughs> I guess so. They were walked all over him. Boom, boom! Roasted! Whoa, 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 yeah, whoa. that's right. That's right. Come get some more. That's all he had was Come get stuff. some more, Grandpa. All he had when I went over to his house, all he had was Faulty Towers, Mr. Bean, and Clueless. That's all I had to choose from, so I just had to watch all those things. So, fuck Clueless. Just watch Faulty Towers and Mr. Bean over and over again and develop a great sense of humor <laughs> and... A great um, sense of... Also a uh, very silly sense of humor. Yeah, well, I was going to say a great <laughs> sense goofy. of... Very um, goofy. I don't really remember any of the Faulty Towers. The only thing that stuck with me is the mystery... Because I was like five to seven. Yeah. 
It's not really it never really stuck with me any. Uh, my dad and my uncle showed jokes. me all that stuff. Kept me kept me fresh with my <laughs> sense of humes. Your humes? <laughs> yeah, when all the stuff I remember that I watched was like Ace Ventura, Wayne's World. Yeah, well, I remember like all that. of it. I remember that stuff and Monty Python and Folk yeah. Towers. What I'm trying to say is I'm funnier than you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember any jokes from the Towers. Just Mr. Bean. Remember when his butt was sticking out the dude, back, dude? Remember when he got his head stuck in that turkey? Oh, I can't, we can't replicate that. That's just that classic physical car? comedy, dude. He would push that three-wheeled car out of the way, dude. <laughs> remember when he couldn't get the, the chair into his, his Volkswagen bug, so he just put it on top and then hooked up a rigs of ropes and he could drive his car from sitting on top of the chair and he never got pulled over. <laughs> so funny, so realistic stuff. Apparently that's like one of the biggest grossing comedies like ever. Yeah, because you, you can watch it in any country yeah. and understand. Also, you it's don't physical even... comedy, dude. That's the highest form of comedy is physical comedy. That also, and puns. Well, it's just it's slapstick and it's silent film. Like you don't even need sound. Yeah, I mean that's why um, Charlie Chaplin was so popular. No, oh, I thought it was his mustache. Well, it was the mustache and the fact that uh, people across the world could watch him and his mustache oh, yeah. and understand... That he w- hated the Jews. <laughs> he hated O.J. Simpson. Yeah, he hated the Jews. <laughs> Why? Because he he was that's he, way before the killings. He thought that he murdered his wife. Oh, he could see like that he was going to murder his wife one I'm day. I'm pretty sure Charlie Chaplin was still alive hmm. when that was going on. When did he die, Charlie Chaplin? Uh, I think he died in 19, uh, 1945 in a secret bunker in Germany. Oh. Oh, dude, actually, I watched a fucking hilarious thing. Like, I've I've never... Speaking of, I saw a hilarious no, thing. Like, speaking of, like, old slapstick shit, I watched a, like a... Schindler's List? No, it's... <laughs> How'd you know? You were making out during Schindler's List? Oy vey. Oh! Nobody watched the... Because, the, you know, the Three Stooges is really dumb, right? But they're sometimes funny. And then uh, I watched the outtakes of them actually getting hurt on set. Oh, I watched that too. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah. I laughed. So the one with the dart that hit him in the head. It yeah, just like actually stuck in his, in forehead. his actually stuck in his forehead. Then the one he fell off the table and he knocked himself out, but then he got up, finished the scene, and then just collapsed. Like he broke bro- a rib. He collapsed a lung and broke his rib. Finished the scene and then just passed out. Acting, dude. I was Acting. laughing so hard. Like it's the the funniest shit is when people hurt themselves. That's what Jackass is all based off of. Yeah. It's just the new Three Stooges. There was a few more of them, though. Yeah, there's... There's one less now. Multiple Stooges. Um, did you ever read Archie comics when you were a kid? Mm-hmm. Uh, Jugheads. Like Jugheads di- Digest or Double yeah. Digest? Yeah, all the stuff with Veronica and the blonde one, I was like, man, who gives a shit? Yeah, I had uh, mostly Jugheads. Jugheads funny because he just eats stuff. Yeah, I had mostly Jugheads. He I had a bunch of and stuff. bunch of Archies, and a bunch of like the gang, which was like a collection of different yeah ones. I think I had one Betty and Veronica just for masturbating too. Mm-hmm. A lot of bikini shots, gotta say. And you know, when you're six, seven to eight years old. Yeah, you know, you just, nothing really comes out. Did but it you, affect you your development yourself. at all? Uh, I like blondes. I like brunettes, and I like rich sluts. Do you like? And I like homely girls. Do you like hentai? No. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it didn't affect you in that way. Like you just only like cartoons. No, it didn't affect me in that way. Or ladies that have like just three dots on their face for freckles. 
I distinctly remember the you remember the the Disney Robin Hood with the foxes. Oh yeah. I distinctly remember Maid Marian making me feel yeah a little funny. Same with uh, the chick off uh, Goofy movie. Roxanne. Yeah. Yeah. I remember his making her it. Princess Jasmine and Maid Marian were like the trifecta. Yeah. I would have definitely had a, a foursome well, with them when I was a kid. A foursome? You were gonna rape? What? You're gonna force it? No, foursome. You're gonna force them? Yeah, I'd force them. I would force those Disney slots to fuck me. Oh my god! My four-year-old body. Jesus. What about uh, the rabbit, the the bunny on uh, Lola Bunny, or what's her name? Lola Bunny. I definitely made my made my pants tight. I would. I think. <laughs> uh, well, she used to be hot. Now she's just like a. Well, now she's a uh, now she's a role model. Yeah, they they took out all the zip that she has for all those young female rabbits out there. She's not just a sex symbol yeah. anymore. They, she they, went from all those young female rabbits now have someone to look up yeah. to. As well, a role she went, model. She went from Miracle Whip to Mayonnaise. That's all I know. <laughs> she used to have some zip and some, some flavor. Now she got nothing. Uh, what was where were, what was the point I was trying to make? <clears throat> oh, you're talking about Archie. Right. Uh, how many characters can you name? Archie, Jughead, obviously. Yeah, Moose. Moose what? You got, got any last names too? Archie Andrews, Jughead, Jug- I don't know Moose's Jughead last Jones. Name. It's just called Moose. Moose. I don't know any of their last I don't even know Archie's last Archie name. Archie Andrews. How'd you know that one? <laughs> no idea how I remembered that. Jughead Jones? Uh, yeah, I don't know any of their Moose last names. Mason? Moose Mason? Oh, are they all alliterations? You ask, well, I, we should ask Dilton Doily. <laughs> are they all alliteration? Well, not, there's one that isn't. So Veronica Mars? Veronica Lodge is not really an alliteration. Betty Cooper's not an alliteration. Mm-hmm. Um, Reggie Mantle isn't an alliteration. <clears throat> Big Ethel isn't an alliteration. <laughs> I think her name's Big. Her name is Big Ethel. Her last That's name's all Ethel. they ever call her <laughs> is Big Ethel. And let me tell you something else. When me and my brother were kids, yeah, if you we would... if we saw like a a, a lady <laughs> that was like ogreish, it's Big Ethel. We would we would say, hey, like Mike, hey, look at that Big Ethel over there. <laughs> So mean, very mean, but we were yeah. kids, and kids I, are, uh, you know, I, I don't do it anymore. Kids are mean, Wink. dude. Kids are mean. Look at that big, we wouldn't go up to her in her face and say, hey, you big Ethel, <laughs> move over. You're taking up all the room. Kids just blurt shit out, and they don't care. We would say it to each other, but we, yeah, we would describe. I remember when I was a little kid. You know, not, not so attractive women as big Ethels. I was like three or four, like I was barely able to talk. Yeah. I went up to a guy in a wheelchair, and I said, nice wheels, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> my parents bring that up like all the time they're like how how embarrassed they were so i said hey because i was like i was like touching his wheelchair and i'm like looking it up and down and i said nice wheels buddy <laughs> <laughs> so you can't judge kids for what they say uh no i mean i have one that i still think about to this day it's worse than yours oh no what'd you do when i was six remember wendy's soccer yeah I asked uh, the one black kid on my team if his tongue was the same color as mine. <laughs> and it wasn't. It was more light pink. Uh, I, it was. It was. I, I guess so. Are they? That's actually a all question I remember, I've never even All I can of. remember uh, is just having said that and being like, you racist piece of shit six-year-old fuck. No, but like in a six-year-old brain, the skin's different. Yeah, so I guess I expected a different like, colored tongue, but it's yeah. the same. 
Did you ask what color his dick was? Because they're different colors. No, he too. just showed me. Oh, okay. He showed me his tongue. He, and he smacked you his, with it. <laughs> showed me his tongue. He showed me his dick and said, "Never a- ask a question like that again, you fucking white yeah. bitch." He named his dick the business. He so slapped he me with his big dick. <laughs> he said, "I'm gonna give you the business." And said, "You best respect." There don't was a you T. All, don't you put you a T on the end? Yeah. Well, he didn't he, say respect. No, he said, "You best respect." Never ask a black man what color his tongue is ever again. And I haven't to this day. Oh, good for you. <laughs> so you only know it based on one study. Well, I'm too scared to do it now <laughs> I know what happens. Yeah, you get dick No matter slapped. what age, could be with six-year-olds, could be with 28-year-olds. I ask a black man what color his tongue is. I expect I'll get cock slapped by that man. Also, how'd you know? Because you can't see your own tongue. Uh, Did you compare him to I, another kid that was there? I'm sorry, what? Did you just say I can't see my own tongue? Yeah. I I had mirrors when I was a child. Not at the time, though. How'd you do a comparison? I memorized the color of my tongue. I don't know about that. I went <laughs> reddish pink, noted. <laughs> what if you had just eaten a popsicle? I hadn't. It wasn't even imagine? halftime. I hadn't even had oranges yet. Could you imagine if he Oh, my God. If he had had a popsicle. If he had just had like, a, had like a green popsicle. He had a blue popsicle, <laughs> and that's the moment I said, is your color the tongue the same color as mine? He went... And you just show me a blue tongue. And you just, the and I just whole, go through whole the rest life? of my life thinking black people have blue tongues. <laughs> That'd be perfect. You'd like to this day, you'd be just like it'd be in your head, but you'd be too scared like, to Randy, ask. Randy, why isn't your tongue blue? Just like, <laughs> Man, what you talking about? Oh, he's one of the French black guys. <laughs> mm, must they different. must not have blue tongues. I guess <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a black guy. He had a blue tongue. Must be every single one of them. I know, that's all. It was just childhood innocence, curiosity, you know? Yeah. And that's why I learned we're all the same on the inside. Really? I don't know. <laughs> no, I was a racist for four more years. Oh. Till I was eight. Oh. No, I guess I said I was that's six. That's when you grow up. I was of it? ten. Yeah, that's when I grew out of racism. Oh. That's when I stopped asking black kids what color their tongues were. <laughs> because he moved away. <laughs> the one black kid in town. <laughs> bunch of racists in this town always ask me what color my tongue <laughs> can't deal with that this one kid did you have a beard at the time like a full-on beard yeah i had a, sh- I had a shaved head <laughs> uh, just swastika tattooed on the back of it really yeah it was just like for halloween i went as a nazi <laughs> no. it was just for one day <laughs> you're like the when those people like for halloween are like testing out their new look they're like like the goth kids will like test out their new look at Halloween and then it'll just suddenly Halloween every day. Yeah. Or Conrad <laughs> Anderson at a comedy show. Yeah. I'm Con- a trench coat guy now. Yeah. Every week he had a different thing. Yeah. And then he was like one week he was like yeah, I'm, I'm, a suit, wear- I'm a suit guy now. He was wearing a suit but he got a value village it didn't fit him, so it looked like he like it looked like the end of Big when he was small again. <laughs> Like he's like in a suit that was like hanging past his fingers, and he's like. <laughs> he looked like he was part of the Men in Black, but he got hit with that, like, with like a shrink ray or something. <laughs> yeah. But his suit st- stayed the same size. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I was trying to like. I thought uh, for a second, I thought that the guy who gets his head shot off. And then he tried Surfer Dude for a week, mm-hmm. where he's like had the the white sunglasses on the back of his head, and then had the shirt that was hanging open, like this the buttoned up sleeveless shirt. And they just stuck, I think. Settled on Ass Eater. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Do you think, because uh, a whole bunch of people got auditions to some movie. Did you see that? Uh, Yeah. Did you audition? No. Why not? 
Cause I'm not an actor. My roommate did. Kyle auditioned for something. I don't know if it was the same thing that everyone else did. But I refused to audition. I'm never all I know is I took all shit. the. All I know is he asked me to edit it, and I said yes because I'm a good friend. Mm-hmm. And because I'm a good friend, I took all the extra footage and made my own video out of yeah. it. And you just dubbed over with your own voice, saying, "I'm Kyle. I'm a fucking loser." No, uh, there was enough stuff about him actually fucking up that it's. Was he trying to take it seriously? Well, he had to. Why? Which makes it even funnier for me. Fuck the auditions. Piss me off. Who the fuck wants to put themselves through that shit? Actors. They're idiots. They're broken. Those are broken people. (laughs) Yeah, not like us comics. No, fuck that shit. We just audition our material every night for strangers. Yeah, but we have gumption. (laughs) We have gum on our shins? Yeah, we have gum shins. You have cum shins. Just wading, you just you wade through swamps of cum <laughs> on my knees, and you have cum shins because of it. Cum shins. Cum shins. <clears throat> Sorry, semen ankles. Is I think I more? went there to to go on a raft one time through some white rapids. The cum sheen. That's oh. that's when you clean a car with cum, so it has a oh. nice cum sheen. And it looks like Charlie Sheen's face, by the yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> or the people he hangs out with. <laughs> have you ever done an audition? Uh, yeah. How degrading was that? Very. Was it on a big black leather couch? Yes. Hmm. I don't know what the color have it has to do with anything, but. Well, you'd know because you turned around and pressed your face. The into couch's it, didn't you? tongue was a different color than other <laughs> couches I'd been on. <laughs> <clears throat> but I don't see that shit. But you know, I didn't really notice until I really thought about it later. I thought the bitch was white. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that, that kind of made me angry. <laughs> no. uh, yeah, I've, I, when I lived in Vancouver, I did a couple auditions. When it comes to auditions, do they even care if you know the words or anything? They just want to see, get a feel for who you are. Um, I don't know. I never really did that well. Because I would never remember lines. Like, I if can't that's what it was, own. the only thing, the only feel for who I was was that they, they went, this guy's a nervous wreck with tons of anxiety. That's all they ever picked up from me because hmm. I hated it. Mm-hmm. I hated doing auditions. I did a group audition once. That was the worst. That was even worse than a than a one on one because then it's just you and a bunch of other people degrading yourselves for these people. And everyone's a fucking attention whore. To act, it was for like they're all trying to out act everyone. It was to be a pirate crew. What for a show called Once Upon a Time? It was to be Captain Hook's crew, and just me and a bunch of other grizzled looking dudes. I didn't even have a, a good beard. I had a pussy beard at that point. It was like. It was like a merkin. What kind of pirate do you think you are? And yeah, I just they kept telling me to do stuff, and I was like, and I, I think <laughs> my attitude that. like definitely was like, this is dumb, and that's definitely how I came across. It was like, like an exercise in like, drama this is, class. This is dumb. I don't want to. Like yeah. I remember, I specifically remember. It, uh, so it was like a group of people doing doing it, and then they would take us one by one into yeah. the office and fuck us in the ass and our throat. Oh. And, uh, and you still didn't and, make and it? bust in our throats. Well, that was just to see if we would do that. Oh. And, you know, and then they would decide who did it better. Oh. So I went in there, and they were like, all right, so I'm the captain, and you're the crew, and I'm going to, you respond to me, and you just started, you know, yelling shit at me, and I was like, uh, yeah, aye, aye. E- yeah, yep. Poop deck. <laughs> and then he was like, okay, now you be the captain, and then we're the crew, and now you tell us what to do. And I was like, so it was like an improv? Yeah, and I was, I was just like, ah, get get us, swab the decks, raise the sails, and I just said a few, like, piratey things, and then I remember specifically saying... Keywords? Am I done? <laughs> <laughs> I just remember saying, am I done yet? Like, Lady. <laughs> how long do I want you want me to do this for? 
<laughs> is, uh, like, I'm done. Like, this is fucking dumb. Yeah, I'm jumping I, through hoops here. I'm, this is stupid. I want to go home now. Yeah. This is, I'm not doing, this is retarded. <laughs> Straight up. This is fucking stupid. Well, it's because, like, <clears throat> there's some people that go to, like, like, they audition for, like, years before they get, like, a part. Who the fuck would want to... And then you just get, like, a commercial for Tide or some shit. And it's like, who the fuck puts himself through that? Ugh. But, like, with that, <laughs> with with comedy, you're not really auditioning. You're just... Putting your whole self out there. Yeah, you're just blurting shit out. Not blurting it, but, like, you're you're just putting shit out. You're not saying other people's words. That's what I get away from. That I don't like. Uh, also... An audition for comedy is probably a lot different than an audition for, uh... Like for a comedy movie? No, auditioning for, like, if you were, like, to get passed at the cellar or passed at the store or something. Oh, yeah, that's Like different. a literal audition for comedy. Well, I would do those type of auditions just because... I'm just saying that's a lot different Just because you're still doing just yeah, your you're regular doing set. you stuff you've written being yourself. You don't have to pretend to be someone else reading someone else's words. Yeah. It's a lot easier. But it's also probably hard as well, I would assume. Yeah. Nerve-wracking for sure. Yeah. Well, I did one of those, but I didn't know I was doing it. The key is to be someone like Harlan Williams, where people come to you and say, just do your thing. Yeah. And we'll have the cameras rolling. Well, that's that's like my goal, is to be like Harlan Williams, where he gets onto a movie, and then he's like, how about I just don't read the script, and I do my own thing the whole time? I just improv. Well, yeah. Like, yeah, okay. Like, that's what he was at first. I mean, now people, I think, if he's in a movie, that's what like, people expect. I yeah. Mean, just, like, yeah just he do doesn't learn any of the lines. He just shows up and is Harlan Williams. Well, that was and a then stipulation leave. for Half-Baked, was that he, yeah. he got to improvise his lines. <laughs> yeah, because he, he doesn't get high. Yeah. So he just wanted to improvise everything. Also, who wants to be in movies? It's fucking... Actors. Silly. Ugh. Why? <laughs> Um, it blows my so mind. So they can, you know, work and be <clears throat> doted on. I can see I if suppose. you're like a like a stage actor, like a in a play. Like a traditional actor. Yeah, like a traditional, like a... Well, I mean, celebrities, celebrity actors, they don't audition anymore. Yeah, like Leonardo, DiCar- Leonardo DiCaprio hasn't auditioned in like 20 years, I guess, I'm guessing. No, ever since Gilbert Grape? Yeah, so... <laughs> Get me that retarded boy. I need him <laughs> for my boat sinking movie. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll cast. Is that one still alive? We could cast her as the iceberg while we're at it. Who's let's, that chick with the great tits? Let's see if we can get that mama and we cast her as the iceberg in the Titanic <laughs> movie. Oh, speaking of that lady, there's a. Have you watched uh, Mayor of uh, East Town? Mayor of East Town. Mayor, M A R E. The mayor, like a horse? No, like mayor. A, like a fe- yeah, like a horse, like a female horse, a mare. <clears throat> but it, her name's Mary, but she calls herself horse. Okay. Or but is it like nightmare? Just the same thing. <laughs> she's the night, but she's like a grizzled cop. They made fun of it on SNL a while ago, but a grizzled cock. That's what, that's, that's what you have, right? A grizzled <laughs> cock. <laughs> Griswold cock. It's full of gristle <laughs> <laughs> and fat. Grizzle and fat, but uh, that's a. It was like kind of a. It's one of those cop shows, right? Of like a cop that's like always on the verge of getting fired because they keep fucking up. But they're a good cop, and they gotta keep. This, uh, they get off the case, and then they find like some. Is the sergeant played by Gordon Ramsay? I think so. You donkey! <laughs> Do you how know how much public property you destroyed? There's. I've got the man. Yelling at me from over at his fucking ivory tower. The mayor? So now I'm gonna put the shit onto you, you 
Get in my office now. Come in here. Come in here. Fuck off. <laughs> Get on my face. It's raw. <laughs> sir, that's a that's versus a, SmackDown. That's a dead that's a dead woman, sir. Yeah, she's raw. She's seven hours raw. <laughs> I don't think that's the correct terminology, sir. She's dead in a creek. <laughs> Listen, you muppet. You want to come into my precinct? You fucking follow my fucking rules. You, <laughs> you fucking dickhead. She's unseasoned. Yeah, well, we, she's white, if that's what you want to say. She's a dumb blonde bimbo bitch. <laughs> she's 14. <laughs> but mayor of Easttown, I was like, I had my... Uh, my uh, What's it called when you're kind of like... Eh. Reservations. My reservations about it. Don't be, you have to be racist, dude. But it, I think I'm on the fourth, fifth episode. Holy <clears throat> fuck, dude. Holy shit in my ass. Is it a good show? What's it about? All right, she is an old cop and she's an old got... old what? Cop. Oh. With a P. But she uh, has this one case that's like hanging over her that she hasn't solved a missing girl case. And then the mom, like it's a small town, so the mom sees her every day and just always has that like above her. So someone wanted to do a all-female reboot of True Detective? Pretty much. But it's pretty good. The they one made time fun it of actually it. worked. They made fun of it on SNL pretty good, and I laughed my ass off because they were like... Because Elon Musk was in it, and that guy's hilarious. Because <laughs> it's in Philadelphia where they have like... And she's British, Kate Winslet, or whatever she is. That's but she's got like a Philly accent. So it just sounds all like peanut buttery. What are you doing here? Yeah. So on SNL, they made a like they were making fun of it, saying like, "Ah, oh, they murdered my daughter. <laughs> they murdered my daughter. <laughs> murdered my daughter." And then the dad comes running. He's like, "I'm the murderer. Whoever murdered my daughter." <laughs> and they start. Then yeah. she's like, "Ah, oh, my name murdered my daughter." And like, it's basically like them making fun of that show, but it's fucking good. And she's like. There's a different guy who's stealing women. It kills this one girl, but there's another guy abducting women. There's two different things going on. And then, yeah, it's like kind of true detective type of show. Do they always show, like, <clears throat> to, like, make it obvious that it's in Philadelphia? Do they always, show, like, put obvious references to Philadelphia? Yeah. Like, oh, my God, she was murdered outside of a Wawa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, outside of, uh, or what's it, the, uh, the hot dog place where all the black ladies just yell at you? Oh, the... Uh... The Wiener Circle? The Wiener Circle, yeah. <laughs> My is at the Wiener Circle. My dirter got murdered at the Wiener Circle. <laughs> yeah, was... Our victim was killed when the statue of Rocky was pushed over onto her body, <laughs> crushing her head with his fist. God, he's strong. What a hero that fake man is. <laughs> yeah, it's weird they put a statue of a movie character. Hey, at least it's not a racist guy. Yeah, I guess so. He was friends with Apollo Creed. Yeah. And, and he I... even avenged his death. Yeah. By beating the shit out of Ivan Drago. Of a Russian guy. <laughs> if he dies, he dies. I like that one scene where there's like showing like the back and forth. There's like Drago doing all the state of the art shit, and then it's just like Rocky pulling a log through the snow. Through the <laughs> it's like, like it's the same shit. Boxing a musk ox. It's like you can like Rocky can use that same technology. You're a fucking box. Go to any gym. <laughs> like, you can ride a bike, dude. <laughs> I'm old school. You see, I need to I be go, uh, one with the wind. Yeah. I gotta live in a cabin in Russia to fucking get. To, I gotta go to his turf and learn how to train there. <laughs> How they train yeah. back in the day. Yeah. He's doing pull downs. I'm just fucking hitting a log with a sledge. I don't need no fancy robots to teach me how to box. <laughs> I, uh, I'm a bunch of brick. 
brick wall. Rocky had a pet turtle like I do, but he yeah, had he like had a, in a tiny bowl. In like yeah, the size of like a like a dish, like a like a cereal bowl. And he would walk in, and pretend to box it. One of these days, he's gonna punch that bowl right across the hey, room. Hey, eat your grub just like hey, your dad. You, you want to get big uh, and tough uh, like your dad? Uh, punch, punch. Uh, 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 just, I'm just teasing you. Uh, 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 come on, and just knocks him on the chin. Come on. Come on, Tucker. Come on, Speedy. <laughs> yeah, speed, gotta be Speedy the turtle. And then, yeah, then he just starts shadow boxing his turtle. <laughs> I like how the first one, he's just like a... A bum? Yeah, he's just a, like a loser. He's just a guy. He's just a typical Philadelphia like guy. His house that's sucks. why people in Philly like him so much. Like, it is a good movie. Oh, he could be any one of us. <laughs> I could be Rocky too. It's like, it's... no, no, you can't. It's about you getting knocked down and you keep getting up. It's how winning's done. It's not about how many punches you take. It's about how many punches you no. can take. It's and not how hard you hit. And still get up. As he's talking to his wife on the kitchen floor. <laughs> it's just like Rocky said. It's not about how many punches you can take. Hey, no, baby. <laughs> baby. He's talking to his wife who's... Hun? His his girlfriend, whose brother just beat the shit out of her, <laughs> didn't didn't Mickey just beat the shit out of her all the time? Mickey was a trainer, not the brother. Oh, well, who's the brother that would beat uh, Adrian all the time? Her brother. He was just called brother. I don't know. His was name. this the Bernstein Bears? <laughs> his brother Bear, <laughs> brother. <laughs> <laughs> that was <laughs> that one book of the Bernstein Bears that took a little twist. <laughs> brother beats sister. <laughs> Brother Bear beats the shit out of <laughs> Sister Bear until the police are called because Mother can't get him off and Dad's at work. <laughs> I remember that one Bernstein Bears when uh, it was Brother like Bear Sister falls into a bad crowd. Brother <laughs> Bear breaks Sister's piggy bank f- for weed money. <laughs> and then pimps out Sister <laughs> out of the house. Brother the Bear gets strung out on crack. <laughs> that was an interesting one. I don't know why they kept referring to him as Brother Bear, though. <laughs> brother. <laughs> I thought that was a little racist, <laughs> personally. There's a Bernstein Bears episode on TV where it's like sister falls into a bad crowd. Mm-hmm. And all it was was she was hanging out with this one kid that put his hat backwards and would just listen to a ghetto blaster going... On repeat. So he had an appreciation for music at a young age. But he so crossed his crossed his arms, had his bat, hat backwards, and sisters in a bad fucking crowd, oh, man. Shit. <laughs> Even like I was like six, and I was like, "This is fucking horseshit." Well, I think I think the age group for the books was a little young to see graphic images of uh, Sister Bear sucking off this punk kid, yeah. which is what she was doing. Sucking off punks. Sucking off punks behind the school. For the lollipops. Five bucks a man. Which, when you think about it, why would you want a lollipop if you're sucking a cock? It's like the last yeah. thing I'd want, personally. Sweet savory. <laughs> <laughs> one is savory. One is salty, one is sweet, you know? <laughs> yeah. I didn't learn much from the Berenstein Bears. I learned that um, putting tape on your fingers is the worst way to try and quit biting your fingernails. Because that's what Sister Bear did. Well. She put masking tape over her, the tips of her fingers. You're a bear. Scratch a tree. I idiot. ended up just committing a bunch of crimes and getting away with it. That's all I ended up doing. And I didn't pretending you were Michael Jackson. I still bite my nails, though. Remember uh, the comedian Mitch? Hedberg? No, uh, the comedian in Kelowna. Atkinson? Yeah. He would, because uh, he chewed and had a, like an issue with chewing his fingers, so he would paint his nails clear with clear nail polish. 
to taste bad? So, yeah, so he wouldn't chew them. I remember I was sitting at a table and this one girl just looks at him and says, do you paint your nails? <laughs> he's like, uh, and he just like, he clammed up and he's like, it's because I bite them. Because they're like perfectly groomed and they're like shiny all the time. Yeah. Damn, I think Mitch was one of like the few, because I think he was around when I started. He was like the one guy that was actually my age. Yeah. He's really good, but he never really did new stuff. No, but his five that he did do was fucking fantastic. Oh, it was tight. I think it's one of my favorite. Tightest five since you when you were a child. One of my favorite. <laughs> Tightest five since a four-year-old. Uh, I don't know what that means. Uh, three, two, one. Anyways, <laughs> one of my favorite jokes of Mitch Atkinson's is uh, I have to go to the. I have to start going to the gym because I have the body of a nine-year-old in my trunk, <laughs> and those fuckers are heavy. So, <laughs> but he he talks so fast. Sometimes people don't notice. Yeah, don't catch it. He only has. He, I think okay, he has like a, a solid. 10, 15 minute chunk. But if he starts getting no reaction. If he only has five minutes on a show, he'll do that same 10 minute chunk in five minutes. (laughs) He literally just talks. Yeah. He just doubles his speed. It's like GarageBand. If you make a song on 85 beats per minute. And just increase the tempo to 120. Put it to 120 and all of a sudden it's just like. It's like an auctioneer. But uh, I always found it entertaining. No, Mitch was one of my favorite comics. One of my favorites to watch for sure. (laughs) He had a good joke about uh, when he moved to England and like once a week someone would commit suicide in front of the trains. Yeah. And he was just complaining that it would make him late for work. (laughs) Like every, I think what it was is like, I think he might have like a Gordon Ramsay like quality of quality control for himself. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? I don't know. Like he'll write a joke instead of doing it at open mic. He'll sit there and stew about it and be like, it's fucking raw. <laughs> Get rid of it. Well, by the you time think I he... would serve a joke like this? By the time he has a new joke, it's like so like. That's what I mean. That's like, what I mean. Like when you do hear a new joke out of him, it's yeah. fucking already. It's like the first time he's telling it and it's already a solid bit. Yeah, it's already a, every it's got all the beats to it. Yeah, That's he doesn't what, really yeah. do any crowd work or anything. Like that. No, he, he you can tell that he's There's no space. No. Yeah, he just. Hits hits the punchline, moves on to the next one. Yeah, doesn't, even, doesn't even milk the laughs really. I like the one he did it's about is that place called the Corral in town? It's the cowboy bar. That's my other favorite joke. And there's a there's a that might be actually bull. my favorite joke of his. Better than the yeah, there's a mechanical bull, and then he ends it with it's the only place you can What's see it? a cow ride a bull, <laughs> and then like it depending on the crowd. Yeah. Depending if there's fat chicks in the I've crowd. seen him do it with fat chicks in the front row, and he's like looked right at them. Yeah. It's the only place you can see a cow ride a bull. <laughs> right, opened his eyes a little Uh-oh. wider while he's staring at him. Yeah, you. <laughs> yeah. No, that, that joke is great. Fucking, if I was going to murder someone, I'd murder them at the corral. Yeah. <laughs> what were they wearing? Plaid. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. What were they drinking? Beer. Shit. <laughs> Who are they with? Dancing with a fat girl. God damn it! That's everybody. <laughs> it's the only place you can see a cow ride a bull. <laughs> I miss Mitch. Where is he? I think he's in Vancouver. Oh. Hitting the big time. Hitting the big. Hitting the big bricks. The big city. I think Patrick McCann is moving back to Kelowna in September. He really? Said, is what he told me. He also told me. That he thinks uh, the, the, the Ishmael's tip milk song, uh, Boner Cheese, is very catchy. <laughs> Boner smell like cheese. Let's play that at the break again. I like okay, that. Okay, yeah. That's a good, <laughs> good idea. They'll play it for Patrick. Yeah, this one's for Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> 
So yeah, that'd be exciting if he comes back. I like that little dude. Does he listen to the show? Uh, yeah, I assume that's how he knew Boner Cheese was catchy because it was. It's only been played in the show at a commercial break. Hmm. So Coolio Beansio. So uh, should we go to a break now? Yeah. All right, Patrick. Here's Boner Cheese just for you, buddy. Hello, this is Igor. Please don't listen to the Back Table Comedy Podcast because this guy suck and they should go kill themselves. Thank you. Catch your song ever. effort into <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what was that one song we were making and then like midway through I'm like I think we're both retarded <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't remember <laughs> I think it was a uh, 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 glory hole no mud helmet I oh think. mud helmet was definitely <laughs> right now Down. 86 that dress. It's got jisms on it. It's dripping down your breast, breast. I wouldn't serve this jizz to your mother <laughs> on her deathbed. <laughs> Coming is the best, best. That I agree with. <laughs> Get down right. 
All right. One, One take, take, baby. <laughs> Welcome back to the program. <laughs> also, how bad is your dick cheese that you can smell it from where, like, you can't get from down the, that far? F- from the microphone where I'm recording it? Yeah, you can't get down that far to it, smell the cheese. It, if there's a gust of wind, it, you know, wafts up sometimes, or, you know, if, oh my I, God. Just, if I go from a sitting to a standing position really quickly. <laughs> sometimes if I just pull the foreskin back, you know, I can just smell it. Sometimes if you, like, sleep until two in the afternoon, then you shift the blankets over or something? Then just smells like farts. Oh. <laughs> Boner farts. <laughs> and Sally farts <laughs> Mostly just my farts There's been times where I've had to like get up And just be like oh Jesus I need to open the door Because I'm going to die Luckily you have a, a sliding door right next to your yeah, bed Thank God <laughs> With a screen door uh, Did you watch Bill Burr on Conan A couple few days ago this week No He made a very good Made probably the best point I've heard uh, But it's, a very, it's one of those ones where it's like so obvious You're like oh of course Mm-hmm. But it's but it's brilliant. Uh, Conan asked him if he thought that the vaccine was a government conspiracy to uh, for population control to kill yeah. to kill off a chunk of the population. Yeah, and Burr's like, "Eh, dude, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. You're telling me that the government is going to kill off all the people, all the subservient people, all the people that listen to what they say. Yeah, leaving only the people that question everything they do. <laughs> that's what you th- really." That's what they think. Mm-hmm. Like if the government was going to do it, yeah, if the government was going to do that, they would give the vaccine and then release something worse that kills the people that didn't get it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, that's Good that's call. the best point I've heard. <laughs> that argues against anti-vaxxers so yep. far. Yeah, and of course, leave it to Burr. Yeah, well, yeah, you know all those people. Like when something like this happens, you're always just like, all right, let's hear what Louis has to say. Let's hear what yeah. Bill Burr has to say. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're all the ones. Let's hear what Norm has to say about it all. I wish I could hear what Patrice has to say about yeah. this. If only Patrice was uh, still if alive. If only Patrice was alive, he could tell us his thoughts on racism. Oh, I, well, clearly you never listened to Opening Anthony yeah. because all those thoughts are there. Yeah. I guarantee if you go on any, like, uh, 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 George Carlin video, the first one is like, if only George was alive today to see I what's happening. See, allowed to see his take on today. Yeah. Everyone, anyone who's dead, it's like everyone, they're always just like, oh, imagine what they would have said today. I wonder what George Carlin would think today. Here, let me give you a hint. He'd be anti-church and anti-government. Yeah. Does that answer your question at all? Yeah. Or people would be like, oh, what, what do you think Jimi Hendrix would be like today? It's like, he'd be into techno music. He would. He'd be a techno guy. He would be strung out from all the years of druggy. He would be yeah. making cameos, saying, "Hey, Tugger, yeah. <laughs> happy birthday, Tugger. You're yeah. dog, Jimmy wouldn't get stuck have in a some, rut like that, day, dude. Uh, help you feel good. Jimmy was on the cutting edge. He wouldn't get stuck like that. He'd be like, yeah, you know, he would be making. He'd be like John Frusciante right now, just doing techno music, <laughs> fucking no, no, no. doing crazy. No, I think I think Jimmy Hendrix would be doing uh, cameos. He'd be like, hey, man. <laughs> it's your birthday. Why don't you chill out, smoke some purple haze? Oh, dig it, dig it, man. You know? Oh, shit. <laughs> Hang on all along the watchtower. Hey, why don't you go find yourself a foxy lady or something? It's your birthday. Why don't you smoke some purple haze? Oh, yeah. Find yourself a foxy lady. Yeah, oh, dig, dig. You dig it? <laughs> hey, man. It's a rainy day. How about you? Lay back and have a nice. It's a cool. rainy day. Stay away. <laughs> I know what you're saying, brother. <laughs> Just trying to get my groove. 
Also, I make love to you in in your sleep. <laughs> what the fuck, Jimmy? No. <laughs> yeah, if Jimmy was alive today, he'd be canceled for that song. Is <laughs> what would have happened. <clears throat> yeah, Jimmy. I think he'd be doing techno because he was trying to do that with his guitar. And then as soon as he found computers and shit, I think he'd go off the off the rails. You think Jimi Hendrix would be doing techno right now for real? Yeah, or at least computerized shit. So he was trying to make his guitar sound like everything but a guitar. Okay, I think he'd be doing cameos. He'd be doing cameos in movies and I shit? I also think if he was alive today uh, that they would have actually used his music in the movie about him. Yeah, that was fucked up. How do you do a, a biopic on him? Use Andre 3000 or whatever. And then not have any Jimi Hendrix music in it. A Coke commercial used his music. (laughs) Do you remember that? Yeah. Or a Pepsi commercial? And they're like, oh, it's James Hendrix, they call him just to show, like, how young he was. They called him James Hendrix, and he has a Coke, and he looks in a window and sees a guitar. And then they play his music. Coke, Pepsi got his fucking rights to his music, but not his biopic. Hey, Tugger. It's your birthday. Hey, Tugger. Hope you got yourself a voodoo child. <laughs> 50 years you've been married. <laughs> you've been cut loose like a voodoo child. <laughs> hey, are you experienced? Hey, man, it's your birthday. You if you're get- drinking, don't go on the highway, child. <laughs> He's like super against drunk driving. <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> Mad Jimmy. <laughs> Mothers against drug driver Jimmy. <laughs> Jad. Jimmy's against drunk driving. <laughs> Jimmy hates drunk driving. Jimmy never gets in a car with a drunk driver. <laughs> Jimmy's new in town. Jimmy likes you. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy's not going to get stuck to a lane because he doesn't want to get stuck in a plastic cage. Jimmy likes you, so he's going to call you a cab and take your keys. <laughs> No, it's so cool. You know that song, If Six Was a Nine, by uh, Jimi Hendrix? Hey, man. It's your birthday. <laughs> hey. You're turning 69. No, if a six was a nine. No, if a six. I don't mind. Wasn't. Hey, that's, I think, the song I was trying to think of. Remember? Oh, really? A few episodes ago where I was trying to think of a song. If a six was a nine? Yeah, I think that was the one. I don't mind. It's basically him just saying the world yeah, goes a, on. I'll he fuck a fatty. Go, I don't care. <laughs> I don't mind. <laughs> no, but in that song, he's doing like a, at the end, he does a spoken word thing where he's like, hey, I'm just trying to live my life the way I want to live. I don't give a shit about you. But he's chewing gum in the recording. Yeah. That's how fucking cool Jimmy is. Hey, man. It's your birthday. He's like, I just want to. Get yourself a machine gun and fire us around. <laughs> he's like, I just want to live the gun. way I want. <laughs> Happy birthday, first of all. Or happy, happy New birthday, Year. Happy birthday. Happy New Year, first of all. <laughs> happy birthday, first, first of all. <clears throat> Machine Gun. That might be the most perfect song great for being song. high as shit. Oh, yeah. I used to listen to that every time. I, every single time I got high. I used to put that on. I would take a bong hit, grab my skateboard, put on Machine Gun, and just go for a cruise. Machine Gun. Let's butcher the song that we love so much. Happy birthday, first of all. <laughs> this cameo is for Tucker. <laughs> Got to shoot yeah. him down. I love whenever you can hear him. You can hear him taking a hit of a joint on a yeah. track. You just hear. 
Yeah. <laughs> I know what you mean, oh. brother. <laughs> oh, man, it's raining. Yeah. It's raining outside, man. <laughs> hey, it's all man. right. Just sit it's back and groove. <laughs> Anyways. Another cool... I like songs where you can hear them fucking getting high in the songs. Mm-hmm. There's a song called... Uh, what the fuck's it called? It's by Allison Chains. Oh, what the fuck's it called? But you can hear him. He smokes crack in the beginning of the song. It's like... Dun, 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 dun. I can't remember how it goes, but he smokes meth and or uh, crack in the beginning of it. Goddamn, that's what it's called. Biscuit song where you, you you just hear him go, Woo, keep rolling, 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 <laughs> keep rolling, rolling, rolling. That's him just because his flat brimmed red hat keeps slipping down. He slides it back up. <laughs> That's his hair, his hairline being scrubbed. Leave me alone, leave me alone. I remember that was actually a cool version of Sanitarium that he did by Metallica. Any uh, time there's a bong hit in an Ishmael's Tip Milk song, it's real. Oh yeah, I'll say that much. Every time that you think Andrew's on acid, he is. <laughs> There's also that one track where you can hear, like, near the drums. You think it's, like, a certain drum, but really it's just this sound. You whacking off? No, it's it's Jordan preparing a vein for his heroin. Oh, yeah, he does. A, I do the beer. Jordan does the heroin, and then, which led to his downfall, actually. And his death. <clears throat> and yeah. rebirth. Yeah. And then you're just on the acid rolling around on the ground. Fucking I rolled around on the ground for one song. Talking about how you your mama and stuff. <laughs> it was one song and you <laughs> you always bring it up. It's my favorite song. I was trying to entertain my friends, okay? Which it does. And it's my most favorite song that we do. <laughs> it starts out Mommy Why did you abandon me? What Which she fuck? never did. No. <laughs> Which she's she never done. No. <laughs> she's still here. <laughs> she's a very much a big part of my life still. That's like uh, you doing that is like when... Both uh, of my parents are, in it's fact. It's like when uh, Frost was pretending he was on heroin all the time. Yeah. Just pretending... It's the same thing. Just thinking of bad things <laughs> to get in that headspace. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you got it. Because you can't make good stuff without trauma, right? No. You need a little bit of trauma for anything good art wise anything meaningful which is why louis masturbated in front of those those comics he wanted them to get better yeah <laughs> he's like here's some trauma for hey, you you girl comics need something to talk about here's so. some trauma for you maybe now you'll book a gig <laughs> or at least a talk. and it worked you can maybe book a talk show where you bash me or something maybe book a twitter channel <laughs> um that's why nz is sorry so bad at eating pussy hey Hey, I just want to eat your pussy. What's the big deal? It's all right. I'm wacky. Whoa. <laughs> I can crawl up inside here and live in here like a tent. <laughs> Aziz, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, anyway, I got some news articles. you want to get into the news? Oh, piss. Just a sec. I got to get to the... It's time for Slow News Day. All right. 
right, our first article today from skynews.com. Sounds legit. Gwyneth Paltrow's company sued after man claims vagina-scented candle exploded. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude, that's what you get for oh. licking and fingering a candle. Maybe he stuck his finger up his butt or something. He must have been diddling that candle and it must have just Goops. The candle is called Goop? No, that's her company. It's called Goop. Mm-hmm. And now someone's suing because the candle gooped. The vagina candle gooped. Yeah. And now someone's suing. <laughs> yeah. I've never had something like she this She was happen. on mushrooms and she came up with that idea. Yeah, we've talked about it. It's pretty awesome. I, everyone shits on Gwyneth Paltrow. I think it's fucking awesome. I watched the, there's her show. I mean, yeah, I mean, if, if I could make money off of yeah. a dick cheese smelling candle, a boner cheese candle, Which I would you sell can, it. You could do it right now. You just like, it's like Shrek's ear. Like you just put wax. Just collect in. all my boner cheese. Yeah, and then you pull it out in the plastic bag. Make a candle of your dick ma- cheese, and then mold it. Dick wax into a candle. What would you call it? I would call it Goop Two. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's eating her. That's gonna eat me. <laughs> oh my god. I would call it Goop Two, the new batch. <laughs> <laughs> Stinky Boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> the cheesy boogaloo. <laughs> I would call it how goop got its groove back. <laughs> and then David Spade plays your dick cheese. <laughs> ha ha ha! Hey, I don't think I have a Spade impression. I don't think he does either. No, I can't do Spade. He's just a whiny little baby all the time. Uh, Goop's website tells users not to burn the candle for more than two hours. What? And the company has called the claim That's every frivolous. candle. That's every candle ever. Yeah, by then it'll get burned right down the, to the wicks. Also, you're probably asleep by that point and you got fucking candles rolling. Colby Watson from Texas, who bought a vagina smelling candle for some reason. <laughs> He's never smelled one said before. Said he bought the infamous $75 candle from Goop's website in January. After burning it for about three hours on his bedside table, cool. Yeah, <laughs> this is the great thing about it is, is that someone has to admit some sad, lonely yeah. man, this Colby Watson from yeah. Texas, has to admit that he bought a vagina scented candle yeah. that he burns by his bedside at night yeah. for him to go to sleep to. It's the perfect product because no one can argue. Oh, it doesn't smell like Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina because nobody knows that except for the Coldplay guy and Brad Pitt. Yeah, and Brad Pitt, I guess. Did Brad Pitt bang Gwyneth Paltrow? Yeah. Yeah, he did. When they were, she was naked on a balcony. I've seen those pictures, dude. She got banged naked on a balcony? Yeah. And then also, nice. also, I take it back, I don't think the Coldplay guy knows what a vagina smells like still <laughs> to this day. Yeah. Judging by his music. It was all yellow. <laughs> I saw a puss. I stuck my nose in there. <laughs> there was hair everywhere. <laughs> and it was all yellow. Then I friggin' barfed. I stuck my peen up inside that puss. And then I pulled it out. It smelled like Brad Pitt. And it was all goopy. <laughs> it was goopy. <laughs> goopy movie. <laughs> Goop troop, we always stick together. <laughs> Goop troop. Best of friends. Gorsh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Max. Have you ever had 
<laughs> the Goopy movie. That was only when Roxanne was on screen. Hey, and, and the ch- ch- leaning tower of Chitza. <laughs> After burning it for more than three hours on his bedside table, the uh, he ele- fucking loser. The he alleged the candle exploded and became engulfed in high flames. <laughs> Whoa, dude. According to the <laughs> to a court far out. Those are some high flames, man. You need to go to bed. <laughs> he said the blaze left a black burn ring on his bedside table and the candle was charred and black. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. This, guy's, this would happen with any candle. How the fuck is it any well, different? What he doesn't realize is that Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina actually smells like burnt wax. Oh. So now it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Jesus, no. Mr. Watson acknowledged there was a limited limited warning on the website, but alleged Goop knew the candles were defective. The complainant is seeking a jury trial and triple a compensation. A jury trial? No way. As well as a punitive Is he going to have damage. a wheat joint after? <laughs> a jury trial? Who calls it that except for a fucking nerd? A judge trial. <laughs> Come on, give me a judge jury trial. I went onto a water boat the other day. <laughs> oh, I hope it will get to prison jail. <laughs> I listened to a music CD the other day. Did you guys see that movie VHS the other day? It's pretty good. Uh, A representative for the company told people at the time, we're in touch with the woman to see if... (laughs) Wait, what? It's a woman now? Wait, it was a lady burning a wax candle that smells like a vagina? Oh, this is a different person. A woman in the UK also alleged that her goop candle exploded in January. Yeah, but what about the Gwyneth Paltrow thing? Fucking got her, dude. Yeah, yeah, you dude. fucking got her, dude. Got that chick from the Uck. Do you remember when Australia banned mullets? Or a, a school in Australia banned mullets? Yep. What? I have that date tattooed on my arm. I think someone took notice. Was it Billy Ray Cyrus? I had to screenshot this because it was on Facebook. It wouldn't let me save the link. Kim Jong-un bans mullets and skinny jeans in North Korea. No skinny jeans? Or mullets. Oh. But they can have his haircut. There is no party in the back on Kim Jong-un's watch. Isn't, there's no skinny jeans Thanks, Obama. The North Korean dictator has outlawed mullets and skinny jeans in an attempt to cut off decadent Western-style fashion trends, according to a report. Oh, but he loves basketball. Um... (laughs) I don't know if he knows what the word decadent means. Because I don't... What what does decadent mean? It means vulgar stuff. What does decadent mean? It means being a bag of shit, doesn't it? Decadent. Adjective. Characterized by or reflecting a state of moral or cultural decline. So he did use it correctly. Being being a bag of shit. So I didn't know what decadent was. But I am a person who is able to admit when they were wrong. I only knew it because Vince Neil taught me what it was, dude. Because I had a Motley Crue CD that's called... Decade of Decadence, and then it was just, on the front cover, it was just all the news headlines of them being bags of shit, and him killing a guy with his car and shit. Caitlyn Jenner? Yeah. <laughs> he was in Motley Crue. She? Sorry. Whoa. Sorry. Sounds like someone here is a transphobe. Uh, the Tubby <laughs> Tyrant, these are Natalie O'Neill's words, Wait, who's not it? mine. <laughs> uh, it's Kim Jong-un, the Tubby Tyrant, has approved only 15 official non-socialist haircuts. Wait, this lady's being... Bo- she's body shaming Kim Jong Un. Yeah, Natalie O'Neill's body shaming Kim Jong Un. The tubby tyrant. Should we cancel her? 
I think so. Should we cancel this bitch? There's no. I bet you I know why. Wait, is she white woman? Because then we can't cancel. She's her. a. Because no white. She's woman a white woman canceled. with a mullet, probably. <laughs> and skinny jeans. Yes. Like G E N E S. She's a skinny white bitch with a mullet. <laughs> uh, the tubby tyrant. That's what I call my dick. <laughs> the, t- <laughs> the tubby tyrant. Um, he also ordered the tubby tyrant. Also ordered a bizarre crackdown on ripped jeans, sloganed T-shirts, and nose and lip piercings, according to the outlet, which cited North Korea's the Rondong Cinema. He doesn't let them newspaper. do that shit. Slogan. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think there's a lot of piercing places in North yeah. Korea. Or t-shirts with slogans on them. Don't they just wear, like, whatever the government throws at yeah, them? Yeah, they're just, like, they're robots over there. I remember I saw this documentary on, I think it was on Vice. Like a, like a, this guy that went there. Yeah. And he said he was, like, was going. It Dennis Rodman? No, it wasn't. It eventually became that. Like, he tied that in, but it was just him going down there to check it out. And, uh. He said that, like, everything's set up. Like, you get into a car, and all the people on the side of the streets that are, like, doing stuff are, like, there. It's like the Truman Show, basically. Like, everyone's there, like, just to make everything look good. Oh, yeah. You have to go down, like, a specific road. It's just like the movie The Interview. Yeah, you have to go down a specific road. And then the guy went into this library. Library, in quotations. And then there was a whole place, like, a computer room filled with people. And then he's like, wait a sec. There's no sound. Like, there's 30 people staring at computer screens, and there's no sound. And they had their hands on their desk, and they're just staring at a screen that says Internet. <laughs> like, they're just staring at blank computer screens. He was trying to make it seem like they had all this freedom to go on the computers and stuff. Jesus. Like, it was freaky. <clears throat> the tubby tyrant reportedly... <laughs> <laughs> uh, the tubby tyrant... Reportedly fears that exotic U.S. style cultural trends could influence young people and ultimately lead to his loss of power. Mullets and skinny jeans, I would only pray, could be the downfall of Kim Jong-un. Kim Jong-un defeated by mullets and skinny jeans. <laughs> I, I, this reads The way this reads, he fears that exotic U.S. style cultural trends could influence young people and ultimately lead to his loss of power. I'm pretty sure no, he's never even he heard a prophecy. Yeah. From some old ancient, like, Korean woman. Like, you will be defeated by the one who has the law party in the f- back. <laughs> and business in front. Business in front. And jeans that are like the we leg. We don't like parties. And pants like the leg itself. <laughs> it's like, mm, I'm going to ban mullets and skinny jeans so this person never comes to fruition to defeat me. Also, whoever wrote this article, that lady... Mm-hmm. Is just making all this up because he would never admit that those weaknesses. He would yeah. never admit like I don't. That's want That's why it says reportedly. Yeah, he would never admit that he want that he would. He's scared of losing power. He would never ever say anything like that. Although apparently Kim Jong Un wrote a recent article for the Rong Dong Sin <laughs> The Rong Dong. The Rong Dong Sin newspaper. We must be wary of even the slightest sign of capitalistic lifestyle and fight to get rid of them. As an anti-vaxxer, this guy makes a lot of good points. <laughs> Get rid of capitalism. I don't know. Trump's buds with him. I like him. History teaches us a crucial lesson that a country can become vulnerable and eventually collapse when its people have mullets and skinny jeans. 
Yeah, look at Canada. And eventually collapse like a damp wall, regardless of its economic and defensive power, if we do not hold to our own lifestyle. And that means no mullets and no skinny jeans. But Dennis Rodman with fucking rainbow hair can come in. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> He's perfect. Dennis Rodman's the perfect male specimen. He's pretty, they're way advanced out there. Um... Remember how you used to say that your lady's getting worried because she's getting too old and she yeah. needs to get a baby stat? Yeah. Well, good news uh, for you only, specifically you. Just, okay. Just okay. you, not the kid or for her. To, good news for you. Okay. To boost odds of long life, men should delay fatherhood until age 25 and up, a study says. So good for you, dude. Oh, thank you. Um, apparently... Men who have children before 22 are 73% more likely to die by middle age. So, you're mm. in the clear. Good. Here's some expert advice for would-be fathers, such as yourself. Mm-hmm. If possible, wait to have kids until you hit your mid-20s. Become a, becoming a parent sooner raises the chances of early death, a new research suggests. I guess it's a legit study, but it's like also it's because you get more stressed out earlier on. Plus, you don't have your shit together at that point. You like you don't yeah. have a good job, and you're like you have no money. So and you're even you're more fucking, stressed, and you die yeah. earlier. And then you like you fall into bad habits because you're just they're easier. Where I don't plan on doing meth until the the kids at least two until three. the kids at least like five or six until it's self like, until it can take care of itself in around two or start three. Start doing meth until the kid can light a lighter. Mm-hmm. And at that point, they're fine. If you can figure that shit out, you're good. The pattern was clear. Men who fathered children at the youngest ages were more likely to die early, regardless of other factors like their marital status, education level, total number of children, and region where they lived. Men who waited until they were at least 30 to have children were the most likely to survive past middle age. Yeah, because they're almost middle-aged. <laughs> because they are middle-aged. <laughs> fucking idiots. How long, what, it's Tim Nutt's joke. Is like, it? Yeah, I'm f- I'm 50 oh, he's, years old. He's, I'm not People say I'm middle aged. I don't plan on living to 100 years old. <laughs> yeah, if anything, if this was a Shakespeare play, I'm in the third act right now. Exactly. The denouement. Also, any age is middle age. You've already started life. Anything in the middle is middle age. That's so profound, dude. I know. I'm a fucking philosopher, dude. You should I have should, a podcast about that. I should get stoned and just talk about my philosophy, dude. Like that no one, one dude. No one will listen to that. That sounds like a terrible idea. I wouldn't even listen to that. It sounds like a that. shitty idea, if you ask me. Honestly, if you ask me. If I it's ma- fucking raw! <laughs> I would make episodes and then just throw them in the garbage if that was my idea. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want uh, we, uh Oh, should we bring up that freaking Birdman? We have, I have a uh, Harvey Birdman. Uh, two weeks ago, if if you remember, we sent uh, an apology letter. Oh yeah, <laughs> we sent the Kramer apology. I cut it out because on the episode, we sent, like, I remember I was like, we should apologize to them, but take the transcript from the Kramer yeah, apology. Yeah, so we copied and, and just pasted swap it. it. <laughs> Change the first paragraph to make it about podcasts and yeah. the feud, but then left everything else the same. Yeah. And mostly, specifically, only for the reason because we wanted Jordan to read it out loud. <laughs> that was the only reason. Which is his biggest downfall. And uh, his he biggest did. hurdle is out loud reading. He did. He read the whole thing, and I'm not gonna lie, he he did an okay job. 
I think he was trying his best, though, because he had heard Well, he us. saw how daunting of a paragraph he, it was. He also heard the episode where we put in with the, the stuttery kid. <laughs> so I think he was trying extra hard to get his words right, which is really hard to do when you get a mouthful of worms. Yeah. Okay, so here is the follow-up to the Kramer apology. Or this is the Kramer this apology. This is the Kramer apology. But he this thinks it's Jordan us. Jordan reading it. Well, he he figures it out eventually. Yeah. Which you know, it, it's still satisfying. Yeah, <laughs> it was still satisfying, though. So here we go. Here's Jordan reading our apology letter we sent two weeks ago. Yes, ever. This is an email from the boys at the Back Table Podcast. And it's a, 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 what it reads it's to be a official statement, an apology. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> here we go. <clears throat> We lost our temper on the pod. We were at the podcast trying to do the podcast, great writing, and we got heckled and we took it badly and went into a rage and said some pretty nasty things to some philosophers. A lot. So far, he's doing pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good so far. But he is kind of tipped off. It's a bit It's a bit wrong. Yeah. He, like, he's like, podcast through the podcast, the podcast. Okay. He knows something's off, but he does hasn't quite put it together yet. Yeah. <laughs> It's like watching a like a like a bird try to crack a nut. Yeah. You know, like they, they like they peck at it and they peck at it and they stop and go, well, "Where am I going to peck next?" <laughs> and he's like, "You know what? Maybe I'll just drop it in the highway and yeah, let well, a yeah, car I'll crush it." Yeah, we'll drop it from high up. Yeah. From high up. A lot of trash talk. You know, I'm really busted up over this. I think Josh wrote this. <laughs> okay. I no. mean, no, I didn't. First of all, ouch to me. Like, what? What? You don't think I'm eloquent enough to have written? <laughs> An apology letter? No, he's saying that it's so poorly written that he thinks I wrote it. Is that what he's saying? Because I said the podcast and the podcast and the podcast. No, I think he he thinks it's... Besides that, I think he thinks it's too eloquent for me to have written. Oh. At least that's how I took it. Man, he's an idiot. At least that's how I took it. (laughs) Which, personally, is how I took it. I took it very personally, and I'm pissed. (laughs) I'm pissed right off. Off? Yeah. That's how pissed you are? Oh. I'm PO'd. Really? I'm furious. You're PO box. He thinks I couldn't write an apology this good? The Kramer apology is the perfect apology. Yeah. He thinks I couldn't write the perfect apology? Talks about Ooh. Afro-Americans. Where does he get off? Where? Besides on the backs of men. Oh my God. Not that there's anything wrong with that. No. I'm just saying he does it. But he's not even gay. That's the weird thing about it. Mm. What kind of not gay guy jerks off on the backs of dudes? Freaking poser gay guy. Dude. Like, if he was gay, I'd have no problem with it. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't think it's weird at all. It's appropriation. But the fact That's is, what it is. Is that he's straight, and I think he's trying to, try to like, dominate these dudes. <laughs> he thinks he's above people, is what mm-hmm. it is. As he jizzes on them. So he can just them. jizz on them, uh, like, as if, uh, as if they're nothing. And that's sickening mm-hmm. to me. And that's a direct and- quote. Yeah, he'll probably deny it, but that's a direct quote. I jizz on people because they're nothing. I've heard I him say on, that. Yeah. He says that all the time. I mean, I used to be his roommate. I've heard him yell that. I jizz on you because you're nothing. I've heard he him yell from it? the bedroom. I've heard him yell, "I'm jizzing on you because you're nothing to me." Oh my god! And then I, I and then the woman ran away. Rough. She ran out of, the, out of the apartment crying, and I chased her and I said, "Hey, what's the matter? Are you okay?" And she said, "He came on me and said I was nothing." And I went, "Well, it's because it's because it's true. <laughs> you are nothing to him personally. I don't think that he does." Anyways, that person, yeah, was Sam Laboon, and now they do a podcast together. <laughs> 
Now we're attacking Sam. Sam's a good guy. I'm not saying he's not. Just because. Just, oh, he just got bamboozled. He just got. He just got a little bit of uh, of uh, Strauss come on his back. I'm not saying he's at fault. He probably could've, got duped. Could have been shit. Same way he was duped into doing the podcast with him. No, he could have shit on his back. It's white, also. So who knows? You know, I never thought about that because <laughs> he never specifically said. It was jizz on his back. I just saw white on his back and assumed it was jizz. Oh. But now that you mentioned that, it was probably his poo as well mixed in with the jizz. Ugh. Like peanut butter and jelly. It's really just a vile human being. Peanut butter and jizzy. <laughs> peanut butter <laughs> and jizzy. <laughs> it sounds like a sitcom. <laughs> peanut butter and jizzy. <laughs> Jizzy. Be, well, that's probably the episode title right there. <laughs> Puna butter and jizzy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Peanut butter and jizzy. <laughs> on with the chlorophyll. Oh, yeah, on with the chlorophyll. <laughs> I'm really busted up over this, and I'm very, very sorry to those people in the audience. The blacks, the Hispanics, the whites, everyone that was there that took the brunt of that anger and hate and rage and how it came through. And I'm concerned about more hate, more rage, and more anger coming through. Speaking Not just clearly, towards me, but towards really a black-slash-white conflict. If only he could organize his thoughts the same way yeah. when he's learning philosophy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if only he put m- as much effort into his show as he puts ours, but <laughs> instead. <laughs> well, I mean, that makes sense. Like, I, I would put more effort into the one that people were going to listen to. Like. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Okay. There's a great deal of disturbance in this country, and... All right, so here, here's he starts to figure it out. He starts to figure yeah, it out. Yeah, the wheels are turning. How blacks, feel, how blacks feel about what happened in Katrina. And you know many of Katrina? the comics, many of the performers are in off. Las Vegas and New Orleans yeah. trying to raise money for what happened there. They must have copied and pasted this from someone else. Uh-oh. This is not, this is not, they did not rape this. <laughs> this is not their words at all. You're right. It's not. They, Took this from someone else's Twitter, that's for sure. No. Many of the comics, Letterman. many of the performers are in Las Vegas and New Orleans trying to raise money for what happened there. And for this to happen, for me to be in a comedy club and flip out, aw, oh, Kramer. Hey! Aw, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kramer! Damn! Oh. Kramer got me again. Aw, oh, oh, Kramer! <laughs> Kramer! Kramer! Why'd you send the apology to me? <laughs> Don't laugh, it's not funny! <laughs> Stop laughing! It's not funny, you guys! I'm, s- I'm sorry to the Afro-Americans. <laughs> it's not funny! Cut it out! <laughs> Quit giggling! Uh, I was listening to, uh, I think there was, uh, I think it was Nick Mullen. Mm-hmm. He's a comedian in New York. He said, you know, you're funny when you try to apologize for racism and people in the audience are still cracking up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jerry had to say it's not funny. It's not stop. funny. Stop <laughs> laughing. <laughs> Cut it out. Well, he kept saying Afro-Americans. <laughs> Who the fuck says that? I don't know. A racist. <laughs> People of color. You know the Afro-Americans. They copy and pasted Kramer's <laughs> apology. <laughs> 
flip out and say this crap, you know, I'm deeply, deeply sorry. And I'll get to the force field of this hostility. Why it's there. Why the rage is in any of us. Why the trash takes place. Whether or not it's between me and a couple of hecklers in the audience or between me, this country and another nation. The rage. It goes on, you know, I'm a performer. I push the envelope. I work in a very uncontrolled manner on stage. I do a lot of free association. It's spontaneous. I go to character. <laughs> I don't know. In view of the situation and the act going where it was going, I don't know. The rage did go all over the place. It went to everybody in the room. But you can't, you know, this is someone's transcribing what he said out loud. Whoa, whoa, no whoa. What's he saying about like, the trans? Um, he, He's a transphobe also? I think that's what he said. Jordan. Whoa. Sounds like someone here is a transphobe. He can't read it because it was written by a trans person? Is I think that what that's what he was saying. Transphobe! That's pretty un... That's, that's, that's a little out of left field if you ask me. That's perverse. That's perverse. Purpose. But you can't... Know, you know, it's... I don't... I know people could... Blacks could feel it's I'm not that a racist. That's what so insane about this. And yet it said it comes through. It fires out of me even now in the passion that's here as I confront myself. Signed, the back table. So. <laughs> Michael Richards. That was definitely Kramer's apology and they swapped out uh, audience members <laughs> with philosophers, I guess. Anyways. You got us. Interesting little tactic they got going on here. I'm not sure what they're trying to draw out <laughs> of think us. We're Probably smart. some rage, some uncontrolled rage. <laughs> you think we're fetish. like cunning. <laughs> Some unfettered racism, maybe. They think we have a plan. They think we have a plan. We're just idiots. Do I really look like a man with a plan? (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't that Michael Richards' show, Man with a Plan? I don't know. I was just quoting Joker because I'm an incel. Oh. Oh, you're on our cringe? Yeah. (laughs) Hey, why don't girls want to date me? (laughs) It's like... They don't even have a smile <laughs> on their face. And then they always do the laugh, and that's yeah. always the cringiest part. Like, <laughs> I guess it's authentic. But... Let's put a knife in your cunt. Oh, my God. Be sure to smash that like button and hit subscribe. <laughs> yeah, I'm on the R cringe. Almost everything is Joker quotes. Yeah. And then there's like... The ones where it's like some dude's like getting his dick sucked and then but like she's friend zoned some other it's always like you're the you're the nice guy yeah, that gets friend zoned yeah, some it's, douche it's is banging the lady. A bunch of incel dudes yeah. <laughs> that people take screenshots of. It's good oh, it's fun. Hilarious. It's all good fun. Um I'm this, I'm this, I'm this, I'm loyal, but if you cross me, oh my god, watch the But if you cross me, then I'm going to beat a woman. (laughs) It's basically the subcontext of what all those things say. I'm fierce, I'm loyal, I'm devoted, but if you cross me, I will beat the shit out of you, even though you're a woman. (laughs) Great meme, oh my god, I'm the same. (laughs) Share, make this shareable. (laughs) Make this shareable, because I don't know how to do it myself. Uh, I got one more article. Okay. Husband of anti-gun mayor, Lovely Warren. What about Uncle Gun Mayor? Of Rochester, New York, has been arrested in a drugs and guns case. A what? (laughs) Drugs and guns? And one of the charges involves the possession of unregistered and possibly illegal weapons in their home. 
but he's married to an anti-gun politician. Are you saying that she only took that stance to further her career and didn't actually stand by the words she was saying? Politicians A politician? Don't do that. What? That's no. crazy. They're authentic. Is this the Kramer apology? Afro-Americans. Is your tongue blue? City of Rochester. Is that what Kramer was apologizing for? Asking two black guys in the audience what colors their tongues were? Because <laughs> then I might have to go on David Letterman and apologize <laughs> for my six-year-old self. I'll go on. I'll introduce you. Don't laugh. It's not funny. I think it's funny that he couldn't just go on and apologize. He had to get Jerry as his lead-in. <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld opened for him. Well, he had to have Jerry there to say, Hey, it's serious. <laughs> what about this makes you think it's a joke? Stop laughing. It's not funny. Hey, everyone. Stop laughing. It's not a joke. What's the deal with my best friend being a racist? <laughs> Kramer, are you really racist? Jackie Charles was his uh, was his lawyer. How can he be racist? Yeah, and he didn't pay him. Uh-oh. Yeah, he fucked over Jackie <laughs> Charles all the time. Plus, he was friends with a midget. He's friends with everybody. He's Kramer. <laughs> he was friends with a midget, and he took his gonorrhea. So what does that tell you? <laughs> he stole a midget's gonorrhea. <laughs> I guess he's against midgets also. Having a fair shake. That's what you're about to do when you go pee. Have yourself a fair shake. Um, so, the New York State Police raided the home of the Rochester Mayor, Lovely Warren. That's a lovely name. Oh, your name's Lovely? That's lovely. On Wednesday, and her husband was later arrested on drugs and weapons charges, officials said. The mayor said she's not a target of the probe against husband Timothy. <laughs> the probe. <laughs> I'm not a target from this probe. <laughs> the mayor said she's not a target from the probe against husband Timothy Granison, but questioned whether the timing of his arrest is tied to her current bid for a third term at City Hall. Who looks at a baby and thinks, man, that looks like a lovely. Like, what kind of name? What a lovely baby. <laughs> I shall name it Lovely and it raise it to sense. be my sex, my sex slave. <laughs> lovely. <laughs> I'm Woody Allen. Lovely darling. Mm, that baby is so... What? <laughs> mm, that baby's oh, wow. so lovely. Wow. Mm, uh, I just, mm. I don't know if I should... Uh, this is Christopher mm, Walken. I, maybe I should, uh, I don't know. No, the baby's all the, small and... The baby's so, so lovely. I should probably just marry its mother so I have a chance to <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> Bring it to basketball games and stuff. I don't know. It's I, such a lovely They all time. touch the ball together. They it's kind of gross, ball. but I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll give it up for... So I can bring my daughter, my stepdaughter. Oh, <laughs> I can groom baby's her. That so lovely. I should marry my other daughter. I got two lovely daughters. It's weird that he would put so much time into Because she wasn't even, like, as an adult, she's not even that good looking. But he put so much time into it. By the time she was an adult, he's like, ah, damn, I put in the time. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey? He's like... <laughs> That's your takeaway from that? Well, because, like, <laughs> like, if you look, what's her name again? Soon Yi. Soon Yi? You see her now and you're like, ah. Oh. Soon Yi Farrell. Yeah, you look at her now and you're like, ah, oh, what the fuck? 
but he was like he was playing the long game he's like he was banking that she would be hot and then she wasn't <laughs> but he's like ah damn i have to do it i Aww. put so much time in i knew i should have got a look at her birth parents first <laughs> <laughs> oh no if only they were killed in that civil war <laughs> i could have seen what her parents looked like and then i would have known Says he was going to be a Groucho Marx. <laughs> mustache. Oh my god. No mustache action. <laughs> Eyebrows too close together. Nope. Oh. Sally's awake. She's up. She's up. She's rearing to go. <laughs> yeah. Is that an episode, you think? I think so. I think it might I be. I think it might be.
Ah, dude, that's anal.